right, KISS Army. Welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. We hope that you enjoy. 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 Welcome to episode 378 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill. Today I've got Lonnie, St. Louis KISS, back in the groove. And the voice of reason who did not win the quiz last week. Uh, 69th Blizzard's. 69th Blizzard, Ken. So a big shout out to Daniel Wheeze for putting together that quiz. It was fun to go up against Nils. Congratulations, Nils. Mm -hmm. You are currently the reigning champion of both the Destroyer uh, podcast and Kiss FAQ podcast. We're going to have to get some German fans involved in this. Some other fans from oh Spain, South. Let's get some South American fans competing so they can bring the riot, and we'll have a, a world unification bout <laughs> on the master of the Kiss quiz. But that was fun. Now, what is not fun, obviously, this week is that Paul's longtime guitar tech, Fran, uh, passed away unexpectedly and uh you know i'd like to on behalf of the kiss faq community send our condolences to his family first and foremost his friends and you know the the hundreds of people whose lives he's touched over the years in one way or another he's been a stalwart of the backstage area and Mm -hmm. i've only had a very brief interaction with him in sacramento um during the end of the road tour and that was when i was backstage as the show was reaching its culmination i i headed back behind the curtain to wait for tommy and you know it's very clear where you're supposed to stand and i'd been told you know you're going to be there you're going to be waiting for this blah blah you know i was with a cop the cop did not follow instructions and fran came down the steps from the stage holding paul's freshly smashed guitar and looked at the cop and said get the fuck out of my way and uh the cop <laughs> smiled and got the fuck out of his way and stood <laughs> under the pyro and he is a bald guy no hat and uh, all the sparkles are coming down on his head i'm wearing my baseball <laughs> cap and then friend got back to work uh, after he put the uh the broken guitar up on the uh up on his uh workbench to get packaged up for whomever bought that one that was my one you know kind of interaction with him and it wasn't even a direct one i know a lot of fans out there have you know gotten guitar picks from him been there during guitar and other events backstage and on the cruise and other events and he's really made an imprint and either of you ever run into fran or know anything about this fellow lonnie oh i met him on the cruise um that i went on um all the all the uh, guitar techs and all the crew were hanging out at one of the bars one night and just passing off guitar picks to the fans just anybody who went up there and asked them for a pick you know they just hand them a handful of picks and you know would just just chat with fans i mean obviously hardcore kiss fans on the cruise just super nice as can be um that whole crew that year that i went on the cruise just you know him and like paul bassett was eric's uh, drum tech and you know just super nice people um I, I only had that one run in with him, but I know other people that have been backstage multiple times or have been on multiple cruises and, you know, have gotten to know him a little bit over the years. And, you know, like you said, he was Paul's guitar tech for, you know, quite a, a good length of time. Um, really part of the Kiss 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 family. And, you know, it's when I um I saw that come across my phone Sunday afternoon, I was, you know, 
like disbelief and in shock, you know, and I was just like, you know, that, that, that can't be right. That can't be, that can't be real. And like even Monday morning when I woke up, I was like, still just in, in disbelief, you know, and you know, just like, like any shocking news, it just takes you a few days to really let it, to let it sink in. It's, it's, it's sad. And, you know, we, we lost a really good one with Fran. Ken, how about you? Any, uh, do you know, what do you know of Fran, if anything? Um, I've only you know, seen him in, in pictures and I think some some videos that have been out there before um, with him backstage showing, I think, Paul's guitars, that sort of thing. Um, I never had the honor to meet him, um, but uh, he seemed like a, you know, a very well-loved guy. And obviously you don't last long you know that long uh, in the kiss world you know 20 20 years i guess uh without being you know good at what you do and, and you know being a good worker and a good guy and that sort of thing so um yeah uh it's, it's sad to see anybody you know go and i guess it was covid related i think um so yeah it's kind of it's just it's too bad things happen like that you know these days um uh, when you least expect it. Yeah, so you just raise uh, a point I want to touch on very, very briefly. Um, Paul obviously did tweet out, um, you know, when he was in shock of finding out that Francis had passed away and did mention COVID. The family has stressed and uh, mm -hmm. Fran's sister has posted that the family is not aware of any cause yet. Um, and no. to be perfectly honest, none of that really matters. Um, you know, he's, he's a young man in our age group um a lot of i know there are quite a few kiss fans now who are obviously older than that but we're all at that time in our lives where you know anything bad can happen to us at any time which just stresses the point of live each day um to the best of your ability you know live life mm -hmm. and you know live righteously i guess you know as best as you can to whatever code or creed you follow and uh, again the family has you know requested a certain amount of privacy about any of that side of things because it's no one's business um mm -hmm. apart from theirs what they have done is created a email address francis with number three memorial at gmail.com and if you'd like to share your story your tribute your memory with or without pictures please do send it to the family as soon as possible at that email address so francis three as in the number three um, memorial at gmail.com and you know if you do so you know make sure that it is a tribute a positive memory a positive story <clears throat> something to celebrate of someone you know the life of someone who is more than just the years that he's served kiss and the kiss army so remember that he's a father a brother and uh, you know all right let's move on from that tragedy yep. into a travesty uh well, we're working our way up here and um <laughs> the travesty of course is to put a coin 25 cents into ken keenan and ken you know um there's been some communications this week from landmark who are the people behind right. the um the kiss dubai fiasco debacle as as i think we can probably call it by this point they've again made the mistake in some of their communications of blaming not only ha what happened this weekend uh, with the passing of Fran on delays. Uh, but the band, again, the optics continue to get worse and worse. Doc McGee has responded to some people who have emailed. And I'll just say, give Doc time. 
uh, you know, there is a lot going on in Kiss land right now. There is a cruise coming up. There is obviously, to be perfectly honest, what is going on um, in the background with what occurred with the end of the tour going on. And, you know, there are delays that they are aware of. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people who have reached out have made it very clear that the company that sold these packages is not fulfilling what they were supposed to, and they're not communicating in a manner that's professional. So what's your thoughts, Ken? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it just keeps getting, you know, more magical. strange. Magical. Yeah, magical <laughs> as it goes along, as time goes along. Um, I guess because, again, they're not sending a, any information out to all the people that, um, you know, purchased these packages. Uh, though they have responded to this one person who had posted uh, K Mints um, on the board um, about, I guess he questioned about false shipping and mer- of merchandise and so on. And they kind of got testy. Whoever responded to him got uh, a little bit testy in his uh, response um, saying, you know, you, you pre-ordered a documentary film that will be in theaters <laughs> as well as, 4k music dvd uh you were also getting bonus items such as a shirt the film is not out yet correct they can't deliver product before it's in stores well it's prob- it, 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 is the product true. even stuck on a boat outside of the port before of LA? It's in stores. that's not true because they were said and it was always said that we would get the dvd before it was released, you know, in stores that the people that ordered these packages would get that. So that's not true. That's a lie. Um, and then all the stuff about terms and conditions you agreed to when you ordered the live pay-per-view, which you did receive, clearly stated that you were pre-ordering the film in 4K concert and, and so on. Uh, you know, it's just... And so no on and so forth yeah. at this juncture. It's no one on it is no one on our team or Kiss's team's fault that our release date was pushed. Sorry for the delays. It is not in any of our control. Well, I think it is in your control, but uh, whatever. I I guess it's out of control at this point. (laughs) So it just becomes more and more magical. It goes on and on, and hopefully Doc will you know light some fires. Yeah, or, or else it's going to get to the point with Landmark where you're put on to Meredith in Department B and show it back to you as soon as <laughs> Transfer possible. Transfer to, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's a joke. This guy, transfer him to, you know, whatever. Yeah, at this point it's beyond a joke. Um, all of the items, and I'm trying to find it because I did post images of, oh, yeah, the, yeah. of the uh, all the stuff that was promised and it's what a lot was of delivered. Items. There's a lot of items for the $1,000 package. Um, yeah. You know, if you want to refund everyone for all the money above the uh, the streaming, I, I bet it's not going to happen because I checked their address and they're running a, a, a dead box, you know, just a forwarding service. So they're not a physical address. They think they're hiding, but we've got the credits so listing everyone involved in it, um, you know, from the stream, <laughs> at least those of That's us right. who've, who've saved it. So yeah. It, yeah. it's it's a mess, but I do want to give Doc. Doc has always been responsive to the fans' needs and their issues. And while the outcome may not always be to your liking, he does a very serious job of working with the band. And it's 
it's tarnishing the band's name business wise so hopefully yeah, that lights a fire um you know I, I don't expect gene or paul to know what's going on with it it's a business thing so i i would leave that in the hands of right. doctor to handle and hopefully he will get back uh, or get some traction on the action traction on the action pretty good julian <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, let's get into some board topics today. You know, no quizzes, no nothing, no long thought out shit. Let's see what the the FAQ hive mind has been up to this week. Do I want to? Let me wash my hands first. Oh, there's a bit of uh, disinfectant. All right, we're going into the cesspool. All right, I, I picked up a few topics just to, to start off the discussion. So uh, one by Dr. Borgo or Borjo or Borgio, or whatever. Um, stage versus stage. Mm. And uh, that poster has decided to pit Hot in the Shade with Larry Leon the Sphinx versus Miss Skeletor. So, Revenge versus Hot in the Shade. Which one of these stage sets... <coughs> Too many S's. Shove a mm. lift. Um, do you prefer, and why? Lonnie. Since you're going to give the obvious answer, since I am going to give the obvious, that I do, re I do prefer the revenge stage, um, and and there's a and there's a reason for that, uh, and I've I've told the story in the show before, how I was supposed to go to, re to a revenge show with my brother, and I got in trouble with my parents, and my punishment was I couldn't go see the revenge tour um, when it rolled through St. Louis on. A Friday night, Friday, November 13th, 1992, the day that will live in infamy that I, I missed the revenge tour that I had a ticket for. Um, and I remember my brother coming home and I'm just like, how, you know, tell me everything, you know? And he told me how, you know, they came out, you know, Statue of Liberty in the background, you know, desert storms going on, you know, for, for the most part, the country is is patriotic so it, it was very timely to have the statue of liberty behind the band um in late 1992 majority of the country is on board with um very very patriotic type type of feeling in the country and then tells me like during war machine you know the the face of the statue of liberty crumbles and the skull and the eyes and you know the the torch goes in the middle finger and he's like He's like, wow, it was unbelievable. You wouldn't have, you know, you wouldn't have believed how cool it was. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you know. And then, and then, when Alive Three came out, and and all I could have was just the, the just the thoughts in my head about it. And then Alive Three came out, and I could see like pictures of it on the album cover. And then when Confidential came out, I could actually see it. Um, it, it, and it's always stuck in my head. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, the Hot in the Shade is really cool. Um, and then the first time I saw like, like a, a concert of Hot in the Shade and, you know, I'm singing God of Thunder and then they come out for the encore with the, the Kiss logo rises and that. And that's really cool, too. But, but for me, it, it, it's just revenge because it was all, it was always like a. For, for a longest time until I, I until I until I saw Confidential, it was just like the like a like a like a fairy tale and like folklore almost when my brother like describing me what happened to the show. And it's like always stuck with me. So. Sorry, it's definitely revenge for me. Okay, it's okay to be wrong. Ken. Wow! <laughs> God, I've missed doing this show. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that, and I was thinking, I was like, yeah, they're both, 
both pretty good stages. Um, but I have to go with Hot in the Shade. Um, um, it met with the theme of the, you know, the cover and all that stuff. But I really thought it was very cool where they, you know, came out of the, you know, the mouth of the, the um, Sphinx and, uh, you know, the laser lights coming up behind them. They had a great laser show. Um, they did have that water running uh, through pipes or whatever stuff going on. Um, it was just a real cool um, stage show. Uh, I mean, they're both really good. I think the thing that with the revenge one was cool. The Statue of Liberty, I love that. And then, you know, the exposing the kind of like Terminator, you know, um, robotic kind of thing, which is cool. But the one thing I didn't like is when it when it flipped off the crowd. <laughs> the, I thought that was that was kind of a, a you know, I was like, why why did they do that? Why didn't they do like you know the Gene Simmons kind of thing or just the horns or, or something like that? That would have been better instead of the middle finger because that's uh, more thing that's more digits so that would have tripled the budget for the hand <laughs> that's true it was <laughs> easier just to put one 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 finger up um because uh, it kind of you know when i saw that i was like oh yeah okay i, I can see it's more of like a flip to maybe to critics and other other people that kind of um didn't you know believe in kiss or whatever or it's kind of it kind of made me think back to yeah um unmasked you know with the i still you say they stink kind of thing which kind of always kind of you know rubbed me the wrong way it's like why you know why are they doing that um but you have you're all fans right there and that's you know given the middle finger kind of thing it's like maybe that's not so good so anyway I, i just think that the stage and the laser lights and everything that was going on even even it you know the uh, Sphinx saying as part of God of Thunder, um, and then the eyes and the lights coming out you know the eyes moved and everything. So it was it was very very cool stage. But Revenge was you know was no slouch. That was a good one too. But I thought Hot in the Shade worked a little bit better for me. Yes, I have to be the tiebreaker, and it's really tough because I love the revenge stage. I think today's woke crowd would not like having the finger flipped at them, but, uh, you know. Yeah, woke. But I like the desolate, kind of the destroyed cityscape. It's more reminiscent of Destroyer, you know, with the revenge. Um, I don't see a lot of purpose and reason behind the Statue of Liberty kind of thing in tying in with revenge. You know, so to me that makes less sense than the Sphinx does in Hot in the Shade. And you've listed all the elements. I mean, come on, an interactive Leon that whose mouth they come out of at the beginning of the show, and then has lasers strafing the crowd. You know, and they don't do any of that with the skeleton, do they? That the head doesn't move, it doesn't no. jaw parts of the song. Uh, you know, God of Thunder. It doesn't strafe the audience. It just flip. You know, it just flips off the critics. Um, you know, which is cool. The message is there. You know, kiss my ass. You know, kind of mm. they're they're flailing. They put out their best album in, you know, probably a decade at that point. And mm-hmm. you know, 
the guys in flannel shirts are, you know, getting all the attention by that point. So I'm going to go with hot in the shade, but it is a tight decision on that. You know, I'm, I'm, I almost want to chicken out and say, I can't pick between them. Well, it's going to have to be, a, it's going to have to be a toy because Lonnie's absolutely right about that. I remember, you know, I'd broken my, my kneecap. So I was hobbled up, um, you know, in bed when a live three came came out. My mum came down to university. And the first thing I did was send her out to W. H. Smith to pick up Kiss Alive three. She's like, really? That's what you want me to do? I came out like here. My mom. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so she did. Got me the cassette, and I remember just wow, you know, because I wasn't buying many magazines at that point. I'd only mm-hmm. found out about it pretty much because I was laid up. So um, impressive stage, and more so, it it impressed me more actually at the time than Leon. It's only with the videos that have come out in recent years, really, that where you get to see the full interactiveness of the Hot in the Shade tour that you know swings me that way. All right, uh, either of you have a topic that you want to jump on? Uh, there, there was a, um, a poll. You know, there's been there's a lot of polls, but uh, the one where it was, it was recent people. today, where it said destroyer, destroyer or sonic boom, mm-hmm. and I mean, I mean, uh, really? I didn't even know why you want to even compare that. It, yeah, it's 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 turned out to be a and what I wrote in there is like you know landslide. Um, it's destroyer, you know, with eighty six percent. I think I'm I surprised. wrote in, I, I wrote in band. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, so I thought that one was kind of ridiculous. As a as a we can sing Dest- destroyer's praises. Mark isn't here today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, the, the Destroyer with all the the classic songs, um, it's pretty much the band thinks of it as their, you know, greatest achievement, um, pretty much, um, you know, and you have all you know, there's the songs like Detroit Rock City and Shout It Out Loud and and Beth and 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 so you know, King of the Nighttime World, um, it, you know, it goes on Flaming Youth. I mean, and Do You Love Me? Right, sweet pain. Uh, which they still do in concert, yeah. So sweet pain, I love sweet pain. People don't like that, but I think that's underrated in my opinion. But uh, and um, yeah, I mean it's it's just a really solid, you know, well-written song and recorded, you know, album. Yeah, Sonic Boom is it was an attempt to go back to to the 70s or 80s. It sounds more 80s to me actually, but um, it was a good attempt. It's it's a it's a decent album. Uh, but it's it's not destroyer level. No, and Heyman does uh, frame it, you know, with some claim it uh, destroyers in the Kiss album because of what Bob Ezrin <clears throat> did to the band, the music, and the production, uh, yeah. or Sonic Boom, which some claim is a return to classic Kiss sound. So he did at least try to frame it. Uh, yeah. Somewhat intelligently, as idiotic as the question may be, Lonnie. Oh, um, it it. it... It, it's silliness, like I said. This, Destroyer is just so classic, with just top to bottom. It, it's my it's my introduction to Kiss, and it's it's just it's just too good. And just well, Sonic Boom has its moments, and I like it more than I like Monster. Sonic Boom has has some filler in it though as well, where I don't there's there's not a lot of to me there's not a lot of filler on Destroyer, and it's short. It's only like 35 minutes, but it's shortened to the point, and it's 
I mean, it's 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 classic kiss. I mean, why do you think they're doing the super deluxe destroyer first more than anything out more than mm-hmm. anything else? Because they, I think if anybody's gonna buy a super deluxe kiss album, it's destroyer, and let's test the test the waters with it. It's destroyer. I mean, it's as classic kiss as you can get. Yeah, they're not gonna put out a, a super deluxe Sonic Boom as the first. No, I don't think they're gonna box. test the waters with that. <laughs> no, I, I have nothing to add to what yeah. Lonnie said. I mean, that that covers it all, really. I think what I would love with Sonic Boom because I do like it as an album, but it and Monster both need to have the multi tracks, and they did. They use Clasp to, to grab analog feel and warmth and all that, but it needs they it needs a producer like Eddie Kramer to go back to those multi tracks and remix and remaster it uh, away from how it ended up being presented sonically whether that's a fault of Paul's or came afterwards ruining the Sonics um, to have an album called Sonic Boom with Sonics that are so bad I mean it, it, it's it's like a Sonic wet fart it's just not right so I would I would actually love both of those to have like anniversary editions done where you know Eddie Kramer comes in and says okay now, now we're going to and now we get rough and uh, you know take off some of the shine and the edge and make it more rock and roll overish and i think both of those it would allow the songs which are excellent on both and performances to shine much more so um yeah destroyer by far no question all right um lonnie you got a topic yeah i, I enjoyed this one the other day what would be a bigger tour in 1996 mm. kiss or Van Halen with Ross. I mean, we all remember the 1996 MTV Video Music Awards um, when David, Roth, David Lee Roth came out with the band, and it was like, oh my gosh, this is. I mean, they had the best of Van Halen came out with like two songs on it with David Lee Roth, and they're like, well, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? And it kind of felt like the Kiss reunion on the Grammys when they came out on the MTV Video Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are, the four of us. It felt imminent that a Van Halen reunion tour was coming, and it just never did. Um, so I thought that was a very interesting question, of which would have been, as big as KISS was in 1996, Van Halen was always more radio-friendly and more and more widely popular, which would have been bigger in 1996. The KISS tour, which we know how big that was, or an original van halen reunion tour all four um but but to me and i guess it's a homer pick the kiss reunion tour just had so much mystique about it and so much um there was so much legend to the to the kiss show and the makeup and everything to go along with it that it just got the casual fan or not even the fan at all to be piqued their interest enough that I want to check that out because I've heard all my life or I've heard for the last 15 years about the KISS show and I I need to experience that at least this one time. So to me it's still KISS, but the Van Halen reunion tour is interesting with all four original members in 1996, what that would have been like. What do you guys think? I think um, KISS has been gone 17 years. Van Halen had been gone what 12 uh, 84 84 was end of 84 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and in the interim 
David Lee Roth had had a vastly, well, a, a very, it started off solo. vastly successful, uh, mm-hmm. you know, solo career with Edom and Smile, and then Skyscraper, you know, followed up pretty strongly, and then he kind of started dropping off with Little Ain't Enough, um, and I can't remember the one that came after that. So Van Halen then also maintained its popularity and actually gone even further with, Sammy. I think they had number ones with Sammy. For OUA mm-hmm. one two and uh, un- unlawful carnal, and then balance had been strong enough. I as saw well. them sold out in St. Louis in '95 with balance. In 1995, I saw them sold out in St. Louis on the balance tour. Yeah. So it's not like their popularity had waned. Like no, the, the, it was starting to drop without a doubt. You know, and um, they they'd reached that point, but they had stayed very visible. Kiss had been down in the doldrums for a great. Um, you know, part of that, you know, uh, the interim, you know, 80 to 83, basically, they were invisible in the United States. And then afterwards, they were down there in on the bottom rung, you know, nowhere near what Van Halen was doing uh, with either uh, Hagar or with Dave uh, towards the end of his tenure with the band. But I think also Ace and Peter didn't do much visible um, you know, with their solo careers. You know, yeah, they had some albums. Ace started out okay, but it, come on, Frehley's Comet was middling at best. Didn't even go gold. So on that level, there was an absence. And I think the the key factor that makes Kiss the clear winner in this is that a lot of fans at the late 70s who had grown up by 1996 were children with a skewed vision of what Kiss had been mm-hmm. back then. And even the older ones, you know, the Paul Lind Halloween special crew who came on board there and the, the even the originals crew pre-Alive or through or pre-Destroyer, um, you know, it was really magnified with the length of time that had passed and how big Kiss was at the end. So it, I think no matter what, Kiss was going to win it because they were bringing back, as Lonnie said, and I've just been very long winded getting to something mythical. So, Ken. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with both you guys. I mean, the the deal is with um, with Kiss. Well, <laughs> I, I just remember people back in the '80s. You know, if I was going to a Kiss concert or something, Kiss, and it was like, oh, they're still around. You know, I said, yeah, but they, you know, they don't ha- they don't have the makeup. There's no makeup. What? You know, that kind of, that sort of thing. Um, so a lot of the people, they were, you know, pretty much off the short charts, you know, completely by, for a lot of fans and casual type fans. Um, so it was like a real hole there from the makeup kiss being gone for that long, um, and nothing there. And then when they came back, you had, yeah, it was the legend and the hype of the makeup and then, oh, shoot. I never got a chance to see them, or I heard about their concerts. You know, they they're supposed to do the you know best concerts of any you know live act and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, that's what and the people just came out of the woodwork to uh, to see the shows and where it made it so difficult to get you know tickets or you know good seats. I had a hard time getting good seats, and I and I went early um, for the you know that to get tickets for San Jose. So. Uh, and, and then on Van Halen, yeah, Roth had been up there until since '84. It hadn't been that long, 
really hadn't been that long enough yet, I don't think. Um, though I thought, yeah, I would have loved to have, have had the you know, original lineup back for Van Halen. But, yeah, it's it wasn't going to make the, you know, be ex- as exciting as um, the KISS re- reunion, so to speak. So, um, yeah, it's just I can't see. I'm sure the Van Halen tour would have been done well, but I don't think it would have, you know, done as well as uh, Kiss. Yeah, so I don't think they could have sold the Tiger Stadium out in whatever 40, 45 minutes like Kiss did. Yeah, probably not. I was thinking of uh, Your Filthy Little Mouth being the the one album with David Lee Roth that really dropped off, and that was when when he was pretty much gone. I think. Uh, I thought you said when you said. When you said uh, you dirty, sorry, like when you said your filthy little mouth, I thought you were talking about the last Saturday show when I said, you know, look at my candy cane. But uh, we're not going there again. We're, we're going to go with that one. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. go proceed. If, if you ask a different podcast, you know, they, they might have different opinions, um, although they would be wrong. But. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but, I, but I think we are correct that, that a KISS reunion tour, because um, like you said, like you said, Julian, and, and I had forgotten about that, that that I saw Van Halen sold out in St. Louis. I mean, in 1995, they did the Balance Tour and they came through here and I saw it sold out. I mean, they were, they never waned in popularity. It wasn't like, oh yeah, Van Halen, they're still around. Oh yeah, there was Sammy Hagar now. And people were just, I, I never got the impression at least that people were just pining away for the David Lee Roth reunion tour because well this isn't my Van Halen like well this isn't my kiss now there are Van Halen fans that that, that never got on board with Sammy Hagar as the lead vocalist I understand that mm-hmm. but like to Ken's point he like oh kiss they're still around it was never oh Van Halen they're still around Van Halen was still thriving throughout the 80s mm-hmm. and early 90s um and, and, and it, don't get, it, it still would have been a big deal if the four of them would have toured together. Don't get me wrong. It, it would have been a, a very big deal at the time. But I don't think it would have lived up to the to the mystique that the Kiss Reunion Tour had. Golly, and we would have missed out on Van Halen 3. Mm. Yeah. What a tragedy that would have what been. A, what a tragedy. Yeah, Van, Van Halen's a weird one because if you look at how people are, are treating Wolfie, uh, oh, these days, terrible. expecting him to go out there and play his dad's music, it's yeah. like it's it's become a standing. Sorry, Wolf. Uh, he was stand- great opening for Gino when I saw him. He was great. Yeah, the dude uh, sprained his ankle. He's now sitting on a stool playing. I got nothing but respect for that guy. He's playing some pretty decent music. You know, mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't bought the album yet, but I've listened to it on Spotify. Um, I need to spend a little bit more time with it. I was listening to some Van Halen yesterday as well, actually. Uh, on Laura Fall, right. OU812, um, and mm-hmm. Balance, for that matter. I keep trying to get into Balance, never really quite get there. But, uh, you know, th- th- there was nothing to miss about them. You know, it, it, they hadn't fallen any any hard times. So, um, and then again, the last point I want to make on this, and we'll move on to another topic, is, you know, when Kiss kind of left the public consciousness, was mass hysteria in... Um, mm. in Australia and lesser mm-hmm. Kisteria in um, Europe and in the United States it would have been the Tom Snyder you know Halloween 
uh, thing, which would have been the lasting memory for a lot of people before they kind of dropped off the radar. Van Van Halen, as Lonnie said, you know, was still there selling out in St. Louis and other, plenty of other markets. Really, with, plenty of other places, yeah. Yeah, with 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 Sammy. So, okay, that, that was a interesting one. I've got one, and mm-hmm. um, it's another poll, which is favorite Hot in the Shade video poll. Since Hot in the Shade won the, uh, well, since Ken and I deliberately hurt Lonnie's feelings earlier. <laughs> about the stage shows Lonnie, which which is your favorite of the three uh hot in the shade videos and you're not mm. not allowed to say i hope they all lose none of them unholy, unholy. <laughs> no winners no one wins um it's not for, forever forever is boring it's a boring video just black and white guys sitting on but it's emotion it's emotionally tense well okay well i i get it but no it's not my favorite video of the three um hide your heart you know with the story that's a typical late 80s early 90s video with flashing from the band to the little story that we're telling you know with with tito and <laughs> but for me it's it's rise to it then and, and maybe because it's the introduction to it with, with the makeup and playing around with the makeup and i know they're not wearing the right costume you're supposed to be wearing in 75 well who cares um, it was still cool to see Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley in, in makeup at the beginning of the video. And the video itself after this is, is decent, too. I'm going Rise to It as my favorite Hot in the Shade video, and I'm voting for it as we speak. And I'm not winning the poll. <laughs> Forever is winning the poll. Damn it. I'll so, have to go into the database and fix that shit. Yeah, I'll have to create a couple of FAQ burner accounts so I can skew these results, I guess. But why, why <laughs> then not? Julian will ban them. Yeah. But so what do you guys think? I think Rise Your Heart. James, that's for you. Yes. Uh, no, r- Rise to it, without a doubt. Yeah. I, I love the the first version, which is the black and white one, just because I like how they go, you know, from the color of '75 backstage with the makeup. Yeah, it's all wrong and everything, but I like the sentiment that they're trying to portray. Uh, but I like the black and white concert sequence more than the color one. And some of the girls who were cut out of it, uh, they're they're probably too well known or something. Who knows? Um, so I like that version better. Hide your heart. I I mean, I just. It's just so West Side Story, and and I like the part with Gene closing the ambulance or or the coroner doors at the end, but that's really about it. It's kind um, of, that's that's the best part of it. I'm, yeah, it's yeah, the end. Right. You know, I I don't like the intro preachiness of every year in Los Angeles, forty thousand. Yeah, you know, when we live, I live in California now, so um i just don't need to be reminded that you live in st louis <laughs> you know do, do we need do we need any reminders about crime no so tito johnny <laughs> yep For, forget about it i just want a fun dumb video like rise to it ken yeah well i'm gonna have to go against you guys wow it's, it's and... okay for you to be wrong as well Right, That's man. true. What are you going with? You going with guys on bar stools? What are you going? I'll with? be wrong. I'll be wrong in shoes forever. Ah! Um, I just, I just like the laid back part, you know, feel of the whole video. I like the way it was shot. I really think it's a, a fantastic. Uh, 
he says black and white. It's kind of what, what was that sepia? Or, sepia, um, yeah, yeah, kind of tone to it. And I, I really thought that was cool. It looked like they're in, they're enjoying, you know, doing the song. Um, uh, you know, you get to see Eric Carr. You get to see everyone uh, doing the thing, and the you know Bruce's guitar solo, of course, and everything. So it's all just about Kiss uh, in a room. Uh, playing the song and, and I mean, of course Paul Stanley stand, was he the only one standing right yeah um, wasn't he wearing cowboy boots and a cowboy I think he hat had like, cowboy he, boots. he was like Brett Michaels meets uh, Tom Kiefer yeah he's, he's following the trend there of the style trending. I think a little trendy but you know I just you know it's a good song of, of course but beautiful song uh, I, yeah I, I just like that video I just like the way it was shot um, so I always enjoy it and how they seem to be you know happy <laughs> uh, while doing that you know, video so okay it was too urgently precious for me but uh there you go i do i do, I do like the song I, it's just it's just artistically oh god hasn't aged well but there we go all right there you go who's who's <laughs> uh, who's up next with the topic ken how about you uh well i got one here um the kiss albums of the 80s ranked so how would you rank the kiss 80s albums? you know and it starts with of course unmasked is 80 you know is part of the 80s so just keep that in mind um sometimes we forget that it's almost feels like a 70s but it's 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 an 80s album so out of all the you know what would you rank from top to bottom um lonnie what do you think Oh, this is snap. So on, Man, on, on, on third... I'll give you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll do. I'll do mine first. Uh, yeah. This yeah, is man. this is how I rank the '80s albums. Um, here we go. Uh, I'm gonna put number one as "Lick It Up." I'm gonna put number two as. Um, Oh, this is a tough one here. You're already Do you need a pen and paper as well? Yeah, I don't need a pen and paper. I, I can do it here. <laughs> um, number two, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go with uh, Creatures as number two. I'll put Unmasked as three. What? No, actually, wait a minute. I'm gonna put. Let me think about that again. Uh, yeah, I'll put Unmasked as three. I'll put Elder as four. <laughs> that's the way I like it um, and then uh, I'll put Asylum as five and I'll put uh, Animalize as six and this is a tough one and then Crazy Nights is seven and Hits have the bottom eight so that's that's my my ranking. I know you you're not gonna like the way. Okay. I Okay. All right. So give us the, the fast re, the, give us the fast recap of that. Oh God. Great. <laughs> you can't do it again. Can you? It was licking up creatures. It was licking up creatures. All right. Creatures creatures good. Animal. Hot in the shade, not so good. All right, Lonnie. How about you? <laughs> all right. The one is creatures. It's not look it up. It's creatures. Come on, Ken. You're better. Than Two is look it up. That's why I chose to look it up. Two is look it up. <laughs> okay. Three is asylum. Four is unmasked. Then analyze. Then the elder. 
then crazy crazy nights and then hot in the shade okay we agree with our, our bottom is the same right crazy nights and hot in the shade all right i probably should have gotten a piece of paper while i was See, talking both you're, of you're, you you're making fun of me it's a pen and paper all right uh number one creatures yes yes Lonnie is definitely the voice of reason right now. Um, <laughs> number two, <laughs> Asylum. Wow. I knew you were going to make it high. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't make that one, by the way. But. Not stupid. Number three, <laughs> look it up. Number four, okay. um, Crazy Nights. Oh, wow. Skew in the pole. Number five. Elder, number six. Um, Unmasked, number seven. Hot in the Shade, number eight. Animalize. Animalize. At the bottom. Animalize at the because bottom. Because of Gene. Nah, yeah. And also, also because of Mark, you know, and what uh, his restraints that it's not an honest representation of Mark because half of his stuff got erased and redone because it was too unlike Kiss. So um, as an album, it's just way too patchy. Hot the Shades down there as well because it's really, you know, so hit and miss and the production's just, you know, not so good. Unmasked, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get. I do not get unmasked. It's just way too poppy, AOR-ish. That's the only problem, yeah. And without the strength of the strong songs that were on Dynasty, it had just taken that one step to the left too much in terms of the production value of attempted commercial accessibility and just polished off a little too much ass hair. So, <laughs> Fair enough. That's a interesting way of putting it. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I've got one that leads on directly from that, actually, and that is the poll for Unmasked or Revenge. What is wrong with you people? Who? Uh, Richard Simmons. Yeah, he lives in town. I think we need to have a drink. Um, what the fuck? Unmasked or Revenge? That's like a no-brainer to me, Revenge. That, that's almost like the Sonic Boom Destroyer question to me. Now, I I, I, again, like the earlier one, context is everything. I say that when I ban people. Um, these two records get a lot of praise on the FAQ, and many say they're overrated as well. Personally, for me, they're in my middle ground ranking. I think that's, you know, a, mm-hmm. would probably a, a apply to me if I did a ranking of all the Kiss studio albums right now. Sure. Um, and he says he's got Unmasked at number 14, and Revenge is not far behind that at number 16. So they're actually much closer to him and where he ranks the albums. So, uh, Lonnie, which one of these do you like more? Unmasked <laughs> or Revenge? It, be a minority. Again, again, to me, it's in comparison to the Sonic Boom Destroyer question. I mean, I, I can't believe that you could compare one to the other. Revenge sounds so great. The sound on Revenge... Throw the songs out. Just which album sounds better? I mean, what, what's the biggest complaint about Unmasked? Is how it sounds and the keyboards and the bullshit. Revenge is so raw and sounds so great. And Ezra just hits a home run with the way the band sounds. And the song and, and there are good songs 
on Unmasked. Don't get me wrong. We've talked about that before on the show that, oh, you know, if you could remaster Unmasked and take some of the keyboards out, and you know, there's some really good songs on there that really kind of get too much fluff into them. But Revenge is so good. It is so good. And I will fight anyone who... <laughs> Sorry, King got me laughing. Fight anyone who doesn't agree, and I'll fight them all day. And I've been saying this since we started doing the show. It's so good; it's not even close. It's not even close. I mean, you're all that I want. Really, is that is that really better than I just wanna? I mean, are you serious right now? (laughs) She's perfect way of describing it. I, I mean, it, it's not often that I instantly agree with everything Lonnie says, but in this case, he's absolutely right. To me, this is like a question. Revenge is like Rocky. Rocky's down on the canvas, and they're picking themselves back up. And Unmasked is like Drago, everything that's evil in the world. Rocky Fourth, 40 well, minutes extended footage next month. Well, it looks yeah. like you guys are in the minority, though. Uh, it's okay to it's you could be in the minority and you're absolutely Ken, 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 right. Are you just gonna go with the masses? Are you just gonna go with the masses, Ken? The mass I mean, delusion. All right. Okay. Go. Go. <laughs> I, I'm Come leaning on, towards unmasked. Go. Oh, oh, oh for fuck's sake! I've taught you nothing on this show. Because of why do you hate freedom and Rocky? I don't. Yeah. Like why do you hate I, Rocky, Ken? I like Mr. T. Anyway. Uh, that's Rocky Three. That's a whole other. I pity the fool. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I lean towards a mask because of uh, some of the songs on there, like Tomorrow and you know Naked City, which I love. Um, you know, is that used pretty good, even though they didn't write it. Um, it has a lot of good, you know, uh, Ace stuff on it, and a lot of good guitar solos. Really, really good too. I don't. Funny yeah, papers. Bruce Kulick has great guitar solos on Revenge. I, <laughs> I have to say that. Um, but I think it's something with the, it's still the, lots of times the makeup era kind of. I don't know what it is. It trumps the the non makeup kind of era stuff, to a degree. Uh, I think that's just a tendency, from for old fans who, started with a band with the makeup. Um, but yeah, I just give it a slight edge, just a slight edge. If it was produced right and not so poppy, it would have been super, you know, really great. So um, Ken's wrong about the hot to shade video and the revenge first time. If you're keeping score at home, <laughs> Ken is clearly having an off day today. You know, let, let's check the air pollution Woke levels in California. Is he, is, he, is he missing some oxygen? Uh, it's a rainy wo- day. Woke up on the wrong side of the asylum. Yep. That's right. So All right, got time. We got time it. for a couple more. Um, okay. Lonnie, you got one. One right now. Um, Julian, I did see your thread about the the um, destroyer um, CD Japan. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I've just started out when they're starting to post a few more promo photos of the the packaging and whatnot. So the poster's finally been publicized for the that's the Japanese edition. So it's a limited edition point of sale thing, I guess, or early purchase. And then you can now see some of the booklet and other things that are starting to be. Uh, but these are only official, you know, photos that are being distributed. Um, they're they're from Amazon, so I'm just the linking there. I, I don't have a copy of it uh, right now. I think there's only a, uh, a a review stream out for for certain people, um, but it, it, it looks promising. What's catching your eye, Lonnie? I I, I um, was a big fan of those CDs that came out last summer um, with Double Platinum and Killers and Best of the Soul uh, albums that came out from CD Japan. Um, so I saw you posted that, and I was like, you know, despite the fact that I already ordered like the the super deluxe destroyer, I'm like, well, that that was that still piqued my interest just because I really like those so much, um, and just because I'm such a completionist, I guess they just fit in well with the rest of my Kiss CDs, and, and I'm a big CD guy, and I, I, just, I was like, oh wow, that, that's that's really cool that they're going to do that as well, and, and maybe there are some some extra goodies in that. Um, as well that we don't even know about because I didn't know about some of the goodies that were in those those other ones last summer until until they showed up in the mail. So I thought I thought that was a a neat way to do it. Um, it would kind of go along with those with those other ones that came out last year too. So I thought that was that was interesting and definitely going to pull the trigger on that as well. So yeah, I'm probably going to uh, have to have to get the CD as well. I mean, I ordered the deluxe from Kiss Online or. Mm-hmm. whichever that is I, I don't have high expectations of that arriving release day and i want to listen to the freaking thing first day out so yeah um yeah but without having to buy the whole thing you know maybe if they do the full deluxe digitally i might do that but i don't really want to keep buying multiple copies of freaking albums anymore one more thing real quick since that was just kind of a quick one too someone posted about the the vegas residency coming up in january or I guess December. December. Actually. December actually. Do you guys think they will change the set list at all? Um, I don't personally because that was one of my bigger gripes, and we've talked about it on the show before. And I went out to Vegas the last time they did residency, but you know, I saw them on a Friday and Saturday night. They didn't even change up one song. Do you do you think they'll it'll be like a an end of the road type set list? Do you think there'll be any kind of changes at all? What are, you, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Better fucking not be. Let me let me put it this way: I went on Kiss Cruise Eight and had the warm up for End of the Road. If mm-hmm. they then if they then cap that with End of the Road for two years and yet delays and all that, don't play into any of my rage. Um, and then do the residency. No, I need a couple of changes. I don't mind if they reinterpret what they've had on this on the on the stage show for end of the road into a vegas residency safe because obviously they're not going to be able to do all that pyro and shit in a theater of that size or at least i wouldn't think so i think it's a seven thousand seater at zappos uh but how much space is lost to staging I, I have no idea so i i need the set to at least have a couple of um of fuck me's you know, rather than fuck yous with the same old, same old. So I, I would, at the very least, want to hear watching you and Strutter and maybe just a couple of, you know, um, 
Parasite. less less recently heard songs. Yeah, Parasite. Watching you. Those are Gene songs. Strutter. Yeah, you know, crazy. they threw that one out there for Dubai. So I, I assume that that's a, a possible. But I need some of what is done because I'm expecting the set list to be cut down to about 14 for a, a theater type gig and not to be the full uh, shortened one. I hope they don't do the combined psycho into 100,000 years. Uh, yeah, I don't what, what about the cruise? What about the cruise? You guys think what do you, cruise is coming up here? What do you guys think will get on the cruise? Let's see. What is the what's the theme of the cruise again? Psycho. Psycho Circus. Well, you may get. I think you may you get, get raise your glasses. Additional uh, Psycho Circus songs, maybe. Uh, and in maybe, your face. I would like. Uh, <laughs> Julian's funny. Yeah, in your face. Um, I don't know. Um, it's possible. I don't know how many songs they would pull out of that album. I mean, I, I'd love to hear Journey of a Thousand Years. No chance. Um, you, you wanted that? Yeah, you won't, you won't get you, it. No, not again. That. No within, ever. Again. No, no, no. We've, <laughs> what do you want, Julian? You wanted the best. Come oh, on. Come on. It's fun. It'll Raise be fun. You know, I, I don't no, 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 Paul songs. Let's. I, I'm thinking. Let's let's start just being real and thinking. What Gene songs do we really want to hear in the set? You know, um, that's probably true. Yeah, I, I think it's probably fair. So you know, Gene, come on, Uncle Gene, we love you. You know, even Journey of a Thousand Years. Come on, or maybe something off the vault. Yeah, are you ready? Are you I'm ready? Like, yes. One of the one of the songs, one they play a couple of the songs that are on the Destroyer box set that are unreleased. Why don't they do Smoke? Why don't they do that's uh, a Paul song. another Gene? Yeah, I know, but uh, one of the other Gene songs um, too that were Night Boy. Unreleased. Oh wait, that was a Paul song, wasn't it? I'm I'm losing track now. Which one? Night Boy, which we always used to think was called Nightfly. So. Oh yeah, Nightfly. So. Yeah, they could kind of promote the box set a little bit that way, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe but Paul could do the disco version of God of Thunder. You know, yeah. if he if he did the original tempo for God of Thunder and Detroit Rock City, that would lop five Great minutes. Great expectations, original version too. So, you know, the different lyrics. So. You say watch Tommy playing. So at least. <laughs> that that raises that raises way too many possible alternative <laughs> lyrics to the song and you see tommy playing guitar and you wish it was ace's hands you know? <laughs> <laughs> but what would you want to say lonnie what would you want i mean i i you know i would like to see him switch it up some because i and i've talked about this on the show before that you know when i went i went to vegas I'm like oh we'll see him friday night we'll see him saturday night you know they had played Mexico at a great, either right before the cruise at, and then Vegas or right after, and they played like Plaster Caster, and like, oh, that'd be awesome, you know? And like, dude, they could have easily played like Parasite one night and then Plaster Caster the next night. The same people who knew Parasite would have known okay. Plaster Caster the next night, and vice versa. Dude, They're not really, you know, hardcore songs, but the casual fans not going to know either one of them. Yeah. Yeah, they and went to Mexico and did Creatures of the Night, Psycho Circus, War Machine, Plaster Caster, Tears Are Falling. Holy shit. 
And, Can and we I do a plastic caster in the? the we're we're going to get some some gems like that. And they did play creatures, that, and, and which which I loved because I'd never heard of do creatures mm. prior to. And, and I and don't get me wrong, that was fantastic, just fantastic, made my night. But at the same time, Friday and Saturday night in Vegas, you're playing to about at least 80% of the same audience that saw the show the night before. That KISS fans who flew in from different parts of the country, if not the world. You could you could play one different song. Yeah. So, I don't know. My, my expectations for the Vegas residency is what it was in 2014. Where we're going to get the same set night in and night out. Maybe we'll switch up an order. One, one or two songs max. Maybe an order here or there. I don't. I don't think we're going to get that, Ken. And I, I, I hope I'm wrong, because I was so disappointed. Really turned me off in 14, that I spent all this money to go out there, stay in Vegas, two nights in a row, and I got the same set list back to back next month. What the? What are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay, Karen. Yeah. Um, let's move on. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That was uncool. I apologize deeply. Ken? Um, what? <laughs> what's the question? What, what was what do you, your, your disagreement that we might get one or two songs? What do you think we're going to get in Vegas? Um, what do you think we're going to get in the cruise? I think they may just switch a song here and there maybe one at one a night you know they may have cold gin in there one night the next night you may have strutter and then the next may, night you may have to go back to or go do parasite or whatever slightly slight changes i would love them to pull out christine 16 actually um i think that would be a good one since we you know said you know probably gene should sing um that's another one that it's a hit you know, it's, it's a hit, so it's why not song. play it? You know, so I, I, they can do it. I think they might, but uh, I don't know how many different things they've got programmed in their computers for, for you know, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I hope it's just, you know, Lon, Lonnie's point about going to two nights and getting the same, you know, that's just like McDonald's, and maybe that's what we are. That would bum me out as well. Um <laughs> completely that's why i went to the first night in 2014 because i figured the likelihood of things changing after that first performance was going to be pretty high um i got ever i got all my itches scratched that night because i got creatures of the night uh which i believe was for the first time for me and tears are falling which you know i was mm. really happy about and you know let me go rock and roll i didn't get deuced that night damn it gene well, that's um, your favorite yeah, but the other stuff, that was a really good set, actually, for me. But only going to the one night, I didn't have the disappointment of going to the second show and then getting the same thing, you know, repeated. And, you know, that that like was... Did. Yeah, that kind of yes. bummed me out on the cruise as well. My wife sat down in the middle of the set. She was so pissed. <laughs> Just go back to the hotel room. <laughs> I'm not gambling and spending your money. Yeah, go, go play gambling. Yeah, <laughs> but I hope they don't do that on the cruise either, because 2018, again, they did the rehearsal set list. I think they flipped uh, songs around in order, and that was the only difference. I, I don't remember because I'd been thrown out by that point of the second show. Um, so that was just what I was... F photographic pass, first three songs only, and that's the law, and goddamn guy was going to stick to it. So, you know, Jeez. damn it. 
It's not like I was taking up much space. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Come to Vegas. First night, I'll be there. Uh, I'm not planning anything. I'm flying in, going to have dinner, uh, go catch a show, go to sleep, and go fly home. You know, So I'm not there to party. I'm there to rock and roll all night. Well, part of the night. Uh, anyway. Good night, get a good rest. Yeah, and then have some Metamucil and an Ovaltine <laughs> and... You know, go rest the old bones. Hey, great topics, guys. I like what you brought in. So that that's all on the FAQ this week. Uh, obviously, we mock, we cajole. I didn't. I don't think we committed any bannable offenses, except for me, perhaps. Um, but, you know, next I, week may be a, a Halloween-inspired show, though, right? Is Halloween coming up? Oh shit! Ken's gonna paint his face. I don't know. I do I have Gene's mask. I still have the makeup kit, and I'm uh, too chicken shit to do it. So, mainly, mainly because, well, I'll end up looking like uh, who those? What's that band that has that that following of people who, Insane Clown Posse, yeah, oh, Juggler. Insane. I'll end up looking like a Posse. Juggler. The, the Blue Man Group. Expect me to paint my face Blue. and dress up every year. Yeah. yeah. That's probably happening. All right, so there we are. What do you think of these topics? Uh, what would you vote? Let us know your choices in the um, comments wherever you do happen to watch or listen to this. Um, and uh, don't remember, well, do remember that we're all wrong occasionally, sometimes at the same time. All right, Ken. Even Ken, yeah, as he's proven today. Amazingly. There we go. All right, so from Ken, Lonnie, and myself, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.